For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. We're live. We're back. Happy Monday. Welcome. Zero to 60. That's Matt. I'm Bree. Matt, I saw you in Boulder this Saturday. Flocked. Flocked. Absolutely surrounded by people. Looking to get a piece is number 60. I saw you in Boulder Saturday as well. and uh... I'm taking the over on 100 people. The individuals you were approached by. I think so, it's over 100. So it was over 100? Yeah. And look, I, I wasn't keeping track. I, I I love it. It was awesome. The, the fans were fantastic. The the game was game was fun. Look, the game was fun. It was great to see everybody. My boy Andre Gerard went into the Hall of Fame this weekend with Nate Solter and the great Bill Harris. Uh, but I played with Dre and played against Dre for years. And I personally think he's the best offensive lineman I ever played against in college and the NFL and should be in the ring of fame for the Dallas Cowboys and multiple Pro Bowls. Uh, look, just to see Dre and Strick and Donald Strickland and Brady McDonald and all my boys, it was just it was a great weekend uh, to, to be up there with, with you and my sons was incredible. Um, look, the game didn't go the way we wanted it to go. It was super competitive. I mean, they played their asses off. They put together a complete game. They lost 34-31. Um, I truly believe this, and then we'll get into the, the news of the day. Uh, I truly believe that coaching decisions and penalties. And what what's the number you said earlier with the penalties? Uh, how many yards? For the buffs? Like uh, 74 70? and a half yards per game. They're the fourth Four. most penalized team in the country. That's not good. That is a lack of discipline and you know, the, the coaching staff's got to get that under control in the offseason because, to be completely honest with you, let's be real, SC's a one-score game, 48-41. Penalties and mistakes cost you that game. Stanford, you're up 29-0 at halftime and losing double overtime. Penalties and mistakes cost you that game. Oregon State's a one-score game. Penalties and mistakes cost you that game. Remember the the, the snafu at the end of the, the first half where they – had 45 seconds left and, and threw the ball three times and gave Oregon State a touchdown. Essentially, because they gave them time and they scored a touchdown, lost by seven. And then this week, the 34-31 loss with multiple penalties. And look, Arizona had more penalty yards than Colorado. But, uh, you know, I, I hate to say this, Arizona didn't ice their own kicker. Okay. All right. We we have to get into that portion of it. But before we do, I got to say, Zero to 60 is sponsored by Bet Online. The last of the major sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is on its way as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action 
and contests, NFL, college football, UFC, NHL, they're all in full swing. And BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All hoops betting action, along with every other sport, is available at your fingertips, both with desktop and mobile access at any time. Head on over to BetOnline today and remember to use our promo code Believe that's B L E A V for your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit because bet online is where the game starts. Matt, you said ice your kicker. Uh, maybe we should kind of walk through what led to that because it was a heartbreaker uh, at Folsom Field. And honestly, we have to talk about what happened because there was costly penalties. You mentioned the 74 and a half yards per game. Um, but it looked like CU could not only keep pace, but they could pull this one off despite mistakes. What ultimately led to the downfall for the Buffs? I, I think it was just that. I mean, look, if they don't, if Coach Prime or whoever called the timeout doesn't ice the kicker, maybe he makes it. I mean, I've never seen anybody ice on a kicker before. So that and look, I, I'm torn on this next statement. The ice and the kicker thing, yeah, that was a single play that led to Arizona getting the ball and then the inability to stop the run, and they had four explosion runs of over 60 yards. I don't know how many rushing yards they had, but it was well over 200, I'm sure. Um, that's on the three technique and the nose tackle and the mic linebackers, and that's a different conversation. The fourth and one punts at the middle of the field. Now, two of them were coffin corners that worked out two of them were coffin corners that worked out arizona went three and out they punted the ball back to colorado and colorado scored touchdowns that's the right decision the last one that they did they punted the ball and arizona went 99 yards and scored at some point in the game you have to go for it for fourth and one at the midfield when you know you can't stop the other team and they just couldn't so decisions to punt the ball late decisions to ice your own kicker penalties and mistakes led to another loss and there's four wins there for the buffs that are squandered in one score games and look the great mark johnson said this after the game my man joel Klatt says it constantly and there you know coach prime is not immune to this in any way shape or form no coach is when you're rebuilding a program regardless of the transfer portal or not the community and the consistency hasn't been there in, in Colorado for years. You gotta, you, you know, you gotta find a way to lose big, and they haven't done that really. They haven't really gotten their ass kicked except for Oregon, but they're losing close. And then the next step next year, they'll win close, and then as they mature, they'll win big, and that's the way that the programs really roll here. And I think it'll be accelerated into next season with the transfer portal and with. The, you know, the growth of Shador, Shiloh, Travis Hunter, and the other young guys on that football team. So a lot of, a lot of you know, heartbreak and, and pain and misery here. But you know what? It's been a pretty successful season, all things considered, with two games to play. Well, I'm glad you ended on that note because the idea that they weren't going to keep up with this Arizona team was a worry coming into this game on Saturday. So the fact that they were able to stay in line with that team and unfortunately drop the loss, which was the heartbreaking aspect of it. It makes you turn around and say, what exactly is leading to this? Why weren't they able to get it done? And sometimes, unfortunately, that's how it works out on Saturdays. I'm proud of this Buffs team. I think improvements need to be made, but I think freaking out in Buffs Nation about the idea that they're not going to continue to get better. They're not going to make decisions this offseason that are going to lead to more success. Would I, It honestly would be kind of immature to think that they're not going to continue to 
find success later on, figure out what's been plaguing them. But uh, there are rumors, there's whisperings, there's rumblings, however you want to consider it, that there would even be an ID or an ideal situation in which Coach Prime would leave the buffs and go to, let's say, AM. Is that something that's actually floating around out there that has any sense to it? I mean, look, it's floating. Stephen A. Smith went on first take this morning and said that he wants Coach Prime to go to Texas AM. And yes, they have facilities and they have money. You know, I've got I've got a player down there, Trey Zoon, who's a big left tackle. It's different down in Texas A&M. I, I played there twice in college. It was different then. Um, it, it's a crazy ass atmosphere, but there, you know, there are rules here, as they say, and the NCAA and their transfer rules now. The the old rules from from COVID, where you can just transfer wherever you want, whenever you want, that's gone. Shiloh. Travis, Shador, and Coach Prime's daughter, who plays for the basketball team, all already transferred and have not graduated and won't graduate until next year or the year after even in some regards. So if Coach Prime takes the job at Texas A&M, everybody stays here. He leaves his family in Boulder. No, 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 no way in hell that happens. And if they do go to Texas A&M with them, they sit for a year and then squander all this positive momentum that they have? No, it's not happening. Coach Prime's not going anywhere. If anything, Rick George and the administration in Boulder, instead of, or, or on top of paying $15 million for a video board and all the other upgrades, you need to go break this man off and pay him and give him a massive raise and make him one of the highest paid coaches in the new Big 12, which they're moving into. And you need to do it now and put all these rumors to rest so they stop losing commits. They lost the they lost the number one commit in their class, a four-star receiver who was the first commit. He came out and said that he doesn't know if Coach Prime's going to be there when he commits. I think that's a cop-out on his end. He probably just wants to go somewhere else because he sees them struggling. Um, what kind know. of benefit would there be for national analysts and media alike to maybe spread that kind of rumor? Do you think it's uh, some insider intel? Do you think that they're doing it purposely to kind of yeah. demand that narrative? Yeah, absolutely. I think that there's a, a consistent narrative of Coach Prime that drives clicks. That and and look, we're talking about it because it does. I mean, let's be real. At the same time, though, the rule is the rule, and they're not going to give a waiver. Tyler Brown didn't get a waiver. The kid from North Carolina, the outstanding receiver, I can't remember his name, it took him eight weeks to get a waiver before Drake May got his number one guy. So, I, it, look, folks, if you have another uh, more or, or another uh, information source or a more viable information source than me, then the actual rule that – Countless college football coaches have told me that kid can't transfer. We can't take him, blah, 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 blah. This is why. This is from the mouth of college coaches. Coach Prime is going absolutely nowhere until next year. Now, after Shador goes first round, after Travis Hunter goes first round, first pick probably, and wins the Heisman, one of those two is winning the Heisman next year. And he brings in guys and they put all, like next year is make or break year. I think they put all their eggs in the basket. They sell out the transfer portal. Um, and, and look, I'm just going to say this. I got guys. We need to talk. And we're, we be talking, but we need to talk, talk, talk. And when they sell out there, then after next year, could I see Coach Prime going somewhere else? Yeah, I could. 
could I see him jumping and going to the SEC or going to the NFL or just going to be Grandpa Prime and like you know watches kids playing the NFL? Yeah, I could see him doing that. I could see his health deteriorating too, and the fact that he's got blood clots and they're cutting toes off and like. They've talked about amputating his foot. I can see that being a massive problem and the reason he stops coaching. But I'm I'm a present guy. If anybody knows me, I live in the now. I don't try and think about the past too much, and I damn sure don't think about tomorrow too much. Now, that said, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm still going to enjoy the last two games. I think what we've seen this year has been phenomenal, regardless of the struggles. The struggle is part of it. The struggle is, and the adversity is what makes you and will be the reason that they win next year because they're struggling now. Um, and the future, whatever it holds, obviously I want Coach Prime to be the coach here forever. But to actually think that's going to happen is naive. And in today's constantly changing world of college football, the only way you're going to ensure he stays is to pay this man. I mean, let's be real. Uh, this is the same guy that walked up to the combine, jumped out of the limo, ran in, didn't stretch, ran a 4-2, got back in the limo and said, see you at the NFL draft, pay me. So money, put your money where your mouth is, see you, pay this man his money, as they say, and then you'll ensure you keep him for a year. And then after that, whatever happens, happens. I don't really think that Coach Prime is the kind of guy that would abandon his entire family in Boulder to go to Texas A&M to play with a bunch of just other guys. I mean, he can't bring his guys with him. Why would he leave? I think it's really ridiculous that people don't do their homework before they spout off. Like Stephen A. Smith, you work for you work for ESPN, dog. You have this information. You're spouting off. It is not going to happen. Bookmark this. I think so. I, I love it. Uh, I'm just uh, looking at all the comments here over on YouTube. A lot of people saying that maybe there was a, a play clock issue or maybe there was some injury concerns or maybe Mata didn't have the, the length there on that kick. Thanks for commenting and tuning in. Uh, I believe he might have been injured. I mean, there's a lot that's going on right here that I don't really know. Powers 28 is just saying Big Matt. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's me. That is him. That is me. Um, also, Primate leaving. CU does need to offer a new contract. Absolutely. Kenny Stats says, I need a 6-0 t-shirt. Well, Kenny Stats, aren't you in luck? Get you a t-shirt over at 6-0strength.com slash store. Do it now. Don't waste your time. And while we you're got, here, we got these. We got all of them. We got we got short, fat, skinny, and tall. We got it all. <laughs> There is. There's a whole uniform. Wear the badge. Get yours. Buy a t-shirt. And while you're here, there's a lot of you. If you go ahead and like the stream, helps us out as well. Pound the button. Yeah, or just press it. I don't think you have to like slam on your Hammer computer. The I don't think you need to be super aggressive with things. Subscribe. Be aggressive. Matt's gonna tell you differently. Be aggressive. Be be uh, that. That's. That's yeah. All right. Um, later on today, this afternoon, the afternoon show is going to be a quarterback breakdown with Brady Quinn. I think you'll ask him a little bit about Shador Sanders while you're at it as well. So that notification notification will go up shortly on YouTube. Uh, go ahead and make sure that you get notified when that goes live. It's going to be a good episode. Again, 2 p.m. Brady Quinn right here on Zero to 60 with Matt McChesney. I won't be on that show, but I will be back tomorrow probably. Uh, let's get into some more. <laughs> probably, maybe. <laughs> if you're lucky, she'll come back. Maybe if you like the stream, you get a, 
if we get a hundred likes on this stream, maybe I will come back. Hey, Otherwise, man. I don't really feel like it. She makes the show look good. If it's just me, it's just this city for like 30 minutes. Just this and this look exactly the same. Well, careful with your hand signals. Carter said he slammed the like there button. There you go, Carter. Carter, you better be subscribed or you're off the team. Uh, let's see what's going on. Power said, Matt, you being real is much appreciated, man. No sugarcoating, just honesty. We're not the we most honest buff show for not a reason. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going through comments here. I'm vamping before we get on to the next topic. Uh, Prime said he ain't going nowhere. Well, of course That's he is. What else is he going to say? I mean, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. But could you imagine if a head coach went up there and said, you know what? I'm just not, I don't know if I really feel committed to this anymore. I don't know if I'm going to show up next time. Uh, huh. Listen, Coach Prime's a lot more committed. Recruits and their parents want stability. Listen, brother, oh there ain't no God. stability in college football anymore. You better get in where you fit in. You better use social media. You better find NIL money. You better train. You better understand that you sign liability and there's people that need football and there's people that like football. And if you just like football, the people that need it, that will do anything for it, will take your fucking lunch money. So you can sit here and talk about stability all you want. There ain't nothing stable about football. There's no guaranteed contracts. There's a thousand percent injury risk and real motherfuckers are out here to take lunch money. So you can pray for stability, go to Harvard, get a law degree. If you want to play football, you better be tough as fuck. Adversity's coming. You're going to fail. Learn how to wake up and go to work every day and then earn your stability by busting your ass and getting your pension and getting paid. That's the only way to do it. You cannot and will not get stability as a recruit. No one owes you shit. The only thing you're entitled to is oxygen. Get fucking right or go be a fan. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to continue to talk some college ball right now. Um, if you have questions for Matt, go ahead and drop them in the chat. I'll get to them when I get to them. I'm Sorry, not making any promises. You are yelling, but that's okay. I, uh, I'm i used to you being loud, and that's just that's just how it is. Stability. Uh, uh, stability is kind of a, a dirty word. I think that when you're looking for stability, you're you want fighting some comfort too? The, the direct ability to, like, build strength yes. and adaptability and evolve through the changes. There ain't no comfortable football. There's no comfortable two-a-days. There's no comfortable training camp unless you're with the Broncos. There's no comfort. There's no comfortability. There's If you're comfortable, you have fuck you money and you're retired probably and you have three contracts. And those guys are pretty comfortable and they earned it. But if you're comfortable as a player, you're about to get cut. The NFL means not for long. College football is a transfer portal. I mean, come on, man. If you want stability and comfort, go do something else. If you're actually sitting here acting like that's going to happen, ask the guys at Texas A&M how comfortable and stable they are today, or Boise State, or Mississippi State. How comfortable are the defensive players in SC that just lost their their defensive coordinator? There is no such thing as being comfortable. It's are you tough enough to do this job and can you handle the adversity and can you be coached hard and do you really want to do this or or probably like this for whoever said that shit, you're probably the guy that wants free school. You just want a scholarship for your kids so you don't have to pay for college. And that, in my opinion, free school seekers are the reason college football has this problem. Allow allow me to back off a little bit and we will move forward. 
<laughs> we can't now. I want you to say hi to Travis. Travis said I wanted to chat with you, but you were swamped by people. I assume Travis. it means on Saturday. I'm so ready for the Big 12. Let's fucking go. Amen, brother. Travis, don't hesitate. Shoot your shot, man. Walk on over. Can I, can I explain the adversity I went through in college in the NFL? Um, do we have time for this shit? Yeah, please. Okay. Continue. Look, okay. So, um, do you, should I just list it? I mean, it, go. Okay. Run with it. First of all, um, when I was in college, my second, third year, I had an air conditioning system dropped on me out of the ceiling randomly. Uh, I got sued for downloading music. Thanks, bro. Um, I'm a registered internet pirate. These are facts with the FBI. They came and took my shit. I had to do my thesis on a typewriter. Um, when I was a rookie in the NFL, two days before training camp started with the Rams, I got West Nile virus and woke up on the floor and then got cut by mail when they told me they were going to put me on the pup list because I was sick while I was on a ventilator. Um, they didn't even call me. They just sent me a FedEx to the hospital. Uh, I could have quit then, and everybody told me to just go get a job. Oh, this was my favorite one. Go get a job and go to the bank and get a job. And I was like, I'm not a fucking banker. Thank you, though. Uh, so I kept working until the Jets gave me an opportunity. Uh, got signed to the practice squad, got on the active roster, made, you know, played a bunch. It was awesome. Coach got fired. I was the last guy cut my second training camp. They told me, do you want a job or do you want to play defense? I said, I'll take a job. They said, you're a guard. So I switched positions. I had a week to learn the playbook. Uh, I have my master's degree in football. And you want to take the Pepsi challenge, come down to the gym, and I'll blow your fucking socks off because I learned it in a week. Um, then I went to Europe. I broke my leg on the last play of the championship game. Had to go on IR. Uh, got cut. Went to Miami. Dealt with a bunch of bullshit down there. Lived in a hotel. Got rolled up on in the game, tore everything in my knee. They told me they didn't have any room for hurt guys. So I could have quit then, too. Then I got signed by the Broncos, came here. I stepped on Jarvis Moss's foot the last day of training camp and broke my right ankle, went on IR again, came back the next year, signed nine. Nine injury waivers on my hands, my ankles, my knees, my shoulder, my neck, my back. I mean, it, concussions. So if I get hurt, I don't get shit. Uh, just to have my best friend in the world, Justin Bannon, run me over in a golf cart going 60 miles an hour with Lonnie Paxson, another 300-pounder, and it drunk as fuck on a golf cart, on a golf course that I don't even like. Uh, that was pretty fucking embarrassing, and that was the end of it. And then I funneled all this knowledge into my business when everybody told me to go get a real job. I don't do that shit. So if you want to sit here and talk about motherfucking adversity and not quitting, I kind of know what I'm talking about. So everybody else that wants to sit here and act like the fucking hangnail you got as a freshman and the coach flipped you over and that's why you quit. No, you quit, dog. No one fucked you. Uh, no one. I think what we need to do, was the last time you did a deep dive on this and really walked through all of that? Because I don't think it does it enough justice that you just ran through it like it was a, a well, speed course. I mean, we're going to have to do an entire episode on just the the pitfalls of Matt McChesney's life. But look, I'm not looking for fucking sympathy. I don't talk about this shit very often. I don't really bring it up. I'm not sitting out here acting like I'm special or overcame anything. I just have work ethic. And thank you, Lynn McChesney and Dave McChesney for waking me up every day at Triple Creek Ranch and busting my ass because I didn't understand it when I was a kid, but I damn sure understand it now. And it's the reason we're up at 5 a.m. and my boys were in there at 5 a.m. grinding this morning while your fucking kids are asleep, but you want to play college football. 
So look, man, there's a reason I am the way I am. I can't, I can't hide the fact that I've gone through hell and lived and smile every day because of it. So if you want to sit here and act like you're not going to go through adversity, you must be a trust fund baby because this motherfucking world's a bear. And coach, coach Chris Wilson in college told me this a long time ago. The, the game owes you nothing. You owe everything to the game. Mark Schler says this constantly. It is an honor and a privilege to play this game. Give it everything you got because your body's going to go eventually. And you don't know when you're going to be, when your last rep's going to be your last rep. I didn't know that the last time I ever was going to was going to play was in a preseason game. I didn't know that. I didn't know that shit was going to happen with my best friend that I don't talk to her anymore. I didn't know that. So, you know, I, this isn't really the point of today's show, but this is where we're going. Look, man, if you're going to do this and you're going to be a recruit or the parents of a recruit, there's a, a thousand percent injury risk. No one owes you anything. You've got to remove the emotions from this and you got to treat it like the cutthroat business it is, which means you have to be cutthroat. You have to be the mercenary and you got to stop giving a fuck what anybody thinks other than you. If you are a kid and you sit down in front of me and I say, where do you want to play? And you say, I want to play at Colorado for Coach Prime. And your parents scoff at that, stop talking to them. They're not supporting you. Your coach scoffs at that, he ain't supporting you. Period. Anybody that doesn't back you on your goal as a kid or as a player, they're either living vicariously or they really don't think that you can play. And those people don't get the shine when you achieve. We did. We went on a little bit of a tangent today, but I think it's important to do so. So much so that you've turned one of your own trolls uh, to your side. I must say he's starting to win me over this morning. Maybe it's Bree still debating. Glad it's to free. have you here, Coach Kev. No <laughs> matter how you look at it, uh, viewers, viewers, 131 people watching that I can see over on this screen. Uh, if you want to go ahead and like the stream, you help me out. Don't yes, even I, think of it as a favor to Matt. Just I was like, using Napster. <laughs> are you reading the comments? So. Smuggles KB asked, was it Napster? Of course it was. Yeah, so my brother, okay, my brother Nick, God rest his soul, because he's passed, and my best friend, he came over one day to the house, and he was like, hey, you can just download music, and we'll put it on CDs. And I was like, fuck it, I don't know shit about computers, but do it. So he set it up, and I was like, I'm not going to get in trouble with this, right? And he goes, nah. And I was like, cool. And then all my friends came over and downloaded everything from every porno available on the internet to fucking Travis Tritt, I don't even know who that is, to Metallica, Lamb of God, like Britney Spears and shit. I mean, what the fuck? And then like a month later, I was in training camp and Dave Platty, the great Dave Platty, walks up to me after a, a two a day and he's like, hey, you know, Rolling Stone is here and like there's all these people that want to talk to you. And I'm like, shit, kick ass, man. Rolling Stone, I'm a huge metalhead. Let's go. Bah! So I walk over there and the first thing they say is, hey, Matt, how does it feel to get sued by the RIAA? And I'm like, the fuck is the RIAA? And Platy just grabs me, pulls me away. And I'm like, good way to really, you know, figure out the question they were going to ask me, Dave. And I, so I go home that night and I walk right in my door. It's almost like they were waiting for me. And they were. I walk in my door. I turn around. I hear, I open the door and they're like, Matt McChesney. And I'm like, good guess. And he hands me a fucking you know, pile of paperwork. This, you've been served. He hands it to me and. Not the first time I've been served and not the last time I've been served. And it's like you're, been, you're being sued for downloading music. They wanted a $1,000 a song or like a, a file. And there was like 35,000 files. And uh, they printed all of it in the newspaper. 
And they had like read it in the team room. It was pretty funny. And it was just like country music because my boy Quinn is from Iowa and he, you know, loves that shit. And then all my music and then just porno. I didn't even watch any of it. I got jobbed. Uh, I don't even know where to legitimately go with this show anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I'm having... It's got to be the best show of the last show. I'm just having a hard time, okay? And I want you to be aware of that. I, I, I just I want you to really know what's happening here. Oh, until the next one. Um, people are asking questions. I'm just giving the people what they want. <laughs> you got to wait for me to pitch you the questions, Matt. I just want you to be aware of that. Kenny says, bro is a victim of Lars. Um, I'm going to kick that guy's ass one day. I swear to God. I love Metallica, but I'm going to whip Lars's ass. I'm going to get my fucking movie check. If you guys maybe want to listen to us break down the college football games from this week, you can tune in to uh, Mile High Sports Radio. Uh, follow me over on Twitter. <laughs> Bree Mastis, 303. Um, we'll get to NFL React. We'll uh, talk some more buffs over there as well. So if you're listening here, guess what? At noon, we're rolling. Noon to one, Matt and I will be on the radio talking even more Probably Napster. Honestly, I really can't tell where this is going to go. Uh, Off the rails. (laughs) Off the rails. But I did want to touch on one thing else from college football this weekend. You mentioned it a little bit, but we were running through things like the gauntlet. um, Because off the heels of the loss from Penn State, they fired their offensive coordinator and QB coach Mike Yurich, but he joins Jimbo Fisher from AM, Andy Avalos from Boise. They're the casuals of the season. Uh, Matt, who takes over the programs next season? And then are there more coaches that are going to meet the Reaper in the coming weeks? Man, the Reaper's coming for coaches. Uh, look, Jimbo and Avalos of Boise State, which I didn't want to see Andy get fired, but I will say this. I don't know who's going to take over AM. I've heard Dan Lanning, Coach Prime, which is bullshit. Who knows? Texas A&M is going to throw money at somebody. They threw money at Jimbo. His buyout $70 million. The Boise State job, if Coach Mike Sanford is not number one on that list for everything he did at CU last year, all of his experiences in OC, that is a head coach just sitting there. He is a great Boise State Bronco. That man will take that program to the stratosphere. I've heard Kellen Moore a lot for that job. I don't think he'll leave the NFL. He's getting paid too much on top of the fact that I think he's an NFL coach. Uh, remember to go to 60equipment.com, get yourself a body bag. Um, the, the Look, the head coaching carousel is crazy. The coaching carousel is crazy. The transfer portal is going to be nuts this offseason. Um, college football has changed so much so fast. And now the, a lot of the coaches don't really like this, but the players have as much power to move and get paid as they do. So this is this is a good thing. This puts capitalism right where it should be in the middle of college football because everybody gets paid but the players, and now the players can actually get their movie check, as they say. So, you know, when you look at this, like, it goes full so Michigan's going to be open, too, because Harbaugh's going to leave. Like, he's going to get suspended for the rest of the regular season, whatever. Michigan will finish undefeated. I want you to just understand, the Michigan Wolverines ran the ball 30 straight times on Saturday against Penn State. Not against Indiana, not against, like, Nebraska, not against Minnesota or Maryland. They ran the ball 30 straight times against Penn State in Happy Valley. That is not cheating. That is not stealing signs. That is being tough as fuck and smashing people in the face. So Harbaugh getting suspended the way he did. Sharon Moore, their offensive coordinator, who was the interim coach Saturday, he will be the next coach in Ann Arbor and should be. 
Um, but I, if I'm Harbaugh, I'm out. So there's another domino. After he they beat Ohio State without him this year, Ryan Day will get fired because you can't lose to Michigan three times in a row. So there's another domino. Who gets who gets hired there? Do they promote Fry? Do they hire Tony Alford? Like, there's so many guys around college football that are worthy of these jobs. It's it's going to be very interesting to see how they do this because coach, the coach prime effect is going to be involved here too, even if he's not a candidate at these places. If you're an AD, how do you not look at the obscure candidate that maybe nobody thinks you should hire? and not look at him hard these days because coach prime was the obscure candidate last year that nobody wanted to hire. And we see what that has done. So I think that like A&M and Arkansas and Boise and Mississippi state and all these other schools that are going to open up, they really need to look a lot harder at the candidates rather than just this guy has experience and he built a program and, you know, the, like a division to two program here. I'm not saying he shouldn't get the job, I'm saying that you really need to comb the coaching stratosphere, not only for coaches, but ex-players. Look at Antonio Pierce with the Raiders. Just give a man an opportunity, and an ex-player that's never been a head coach before is motivating the shit out of a room full of football players. Weird. Weird. Ex-players can motivate players. What a shocker. Shocking! I know. No, it is. It is shocking. I understand that. I'm putting out a tweet. Well, I'm putting out a message in the chat that uh, there's a lot of questions coming through. We can't sit here and answer them all right this second. But what I'm going to ask you to do for everyone who's watching, go tweet at Six Zero Academy over on Twitter. We'll grab some questions for a mailbag episode later this week, or at least an entire segment to do so. Use the hashtag uh, Ask60, and that's six zero. Um, or you can go ahead and tweet at me, and I'll go ahead and figure it out. And we'll get these questions to Matt so he can answer them. And he can have the entire time to go ahead and go off on these subjects because I think it's important and it brings great insight. And you guys really want to know what's going on as far as the answers to these questions. And honestly, if we get enough of them, we could probably do it tomorrow morning. So it's still pertinent and topical for what happened on Saturday with the buffs. But really, run through it. Tweet at Matt. Use the hashtag. Otherwise, he's not going to see it because his timeline is a little busy. And honestly, I'm the one who's going to have to comb through it and get to these questions. So make it easy on me if you can. Uh, Matt's taking over the buttons here on the show. He's just, trying to like the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Produce things. Um, we're saying Wyoming need to change eighteen fifty one in a road game with Coach Bull. Um, oh, eighteen fifty one record in road games with Coach Bull. Coach Bull is the reason Wyoming is relevant. You, everybody in Colorado land should be thankful that Nebraska didn't hire him when they could have, because he is a true black shirt. That team is tough as shit. All they do is develop NFL talent. They recruit the shit out of people. Wyoming was totally irrelevant when he got there, and now they got Josh Allen and Curtis Granderson and Muma and Logan Wilson and Andrew Weingard and all these other freaks in the NFL that all came from that program. So, again, fan, you're wrong. I'm right. Have a good day. My goodness. Jonathan Mitchell, thank you for the help. Uh, Hit the like button, y'all. We're still here for a second and a half. Powers 28, you didn't even listen to me, my man. Matt, you think CU brings in a new OC? He'll answer this at a different time. You see him perk up like that? We're not going to do it right now. We're going to do it later. We have shit to do. So I got to get him <laughs> off of here. Brady Quinn, 2 p.m., 0 to 60. I'm, I'm telling you, tune in. It's going to be a good episode. And as always, 0 to 60 is brought to you by Bet Online. We're out of here. I got to end the show. He can't contain himself. Like Pitbull. Good morning. Pitbull good night. and always